0: Today's reading comes from uh, the Gospel of Matthew, beginning with the 13th chapter, starting with the 31st verse. And it's a series of stories, and you've all heard stories from Jesus before. Amen? Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, that's what we've been doing for the last couple of weeks, isn't it? Stories? So, you know, the question is always asked, are you listening? Are you really listening? All right, so now Jesus this morning is going to give us an idea about heaven or God's kingdom. Another story. God's kingdom is like a pine nut that a farmer plants. It is quite small as seeds go, but in the course of years it grows into a huge pine tree, so tall that eagles build their nests in it. Another story. God's kingdom is like yeast that a woman works into a dough for dozens of loaves of barley bread and waits while the dough rises. God's kingdom is like a treasure hidden in a field for years and then accidentally found by a trespasser. The finder is ecstatic, what a find, and proceeds to sell everything they own to raise money and buy that field. Or, God's kingdom is like a jewel merchant on the hunt for excellent pearls. Finding one that is flawless, they immediately sell everything and go, and buy it. Or God's kingdom is like a fishnet cast into the sea, catching all kinds of fish. And when it is full, it is hauled onto a beach. The good fish are picked out and put in a tub. Those unfit to eat are thrown away. That's how it will be. Be when the curtain comes down on history, the angels will come and call the bad fish and throw them into the garbage. There will be a lot of desperate complaining, but it won't do any good. And Jesus asked, are you starting to get a handle on this? They answered yes. And he said, then see how every student well-trained in God's kingdom is like the owner of a general store who can put his hands on anything you need, old or new, and exactly when you need it. Amen. Obviously, he's talking about the kingdom of God, or our translation is heaven. And then he gets down with these five stories, and he says to his disciples, you get it. It's, uh, and, and if you get it, what do you get? Is there anybody here who believes that when you think of the kingdom of God, when you think of heaven, is that picture of streets of gold, uh, big, massive mansions, uh Cars that never quit running. Music that's endless. You know, as a matter of fact, I can tell you now, um, if there's some angel playing a harp, the same music over and over again, please, find me a different corner. (laughs) I mean, I like a variety, amen? I've got that now when somebody rings my doorbell. Yes, sir. There's a scripture talking about the kingdom of God. Mm. And then there's another scripture that says the kingdom of God is within you. Here on earth. Hmm. Now, if the kingdom of God is within you, is it speaking about the spirit? My goodness. Give this man an A. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> no, I'm serious. And you're right because on the mark. Because Jesus said, I abide in the Father, and the Father abides in me. Right. Here's the deal, folks. I've always taught in this church to not take scripture out of context, mm-hmm. that we cannot look at these stories in a vacuum. All right? So today's reading is Jesus happened to be standing there. Talking about the kingdom of God and what it is like he's already And by the way, you're right about this. He's already According to the Gospel of Matthew talked about the kingdom of God being in who you? So now let's connect the dots What's really being said here if you want to experience the kingdom of God? Then here's what you've got to do and here's the examples that I'll give you First of all, for those of you who don't think that you're good enough for God, those of you who think that the challenges in your life are bad and your shortcomings are major, for those of you in your life who spend all of your time apologizing, oh, <laughs> for those of you who don't think you've made it, Jesus said, no, that kingdom that's in you is like a pine nut. Now the original translation of that, was a mustard seed. Alright? But if you want to know, take a look at one of these trees out here. One of these pine trees. And that seed is pretty damn small. Look at the size of those trees. And Bill and I can tell you what the, how powerful those trees are when they fall. Amen? There's a lot of weight to them. Oh, wait. I think I'll use that in a sermon. Small seed lot of weight in you. Huh. There's a lot of God's weight Ooh. in you. Amen. That makes sense. Right. That
1: so works. Jesus tells
0: you the first thing is that look, if you want to experience this kingdom, it's in you. Don't be going out there looking for it. And then he goes on and 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 talks about the investment. Now this is, the, you see, folks. This is why God has a big crowd here today. Because this is the part of the message that's going to make you nervous. And that is this. Jesus is pretty simply saying, if the kingdom of God is within you, then you ought to invest in it. Remember the guy that found the the gem or whatever it was in the field? And then he goes and sells everything. So that he could get that field and get that gem that's there. That is God's kingdom in you. What is it worth to you to be in relationship with God? See, that's a whole different way of looking at this, folks. It's not about what the rest of the world is telling you about whether you get to heaven or not or whether God sends you to hell. That's a whole different sermon. But I will tell you today, God ain't sending nobody to hell. Not while we're busy creating. We made that decision. The fish, you know that example. Did anybody get kind of nervous, going, "Oh my God, here we go"? There's good fish and there's bad fish. You know, understand. Jesus talked. What? With examples that they would understand. And we understand. When you go fishing, you know, you get a little fish like that, what do you do with it? Throw it back. Throw it back. You catch one that's edible, you keep it. And so Jesus is saying, look, this is how it goes. When you, If you've got the kingdom of God in you, if you've got the weight of God in you, when that time comes, you're going to know what you've done and what you haven't done. And whether you're going to stay in or stay out. That is not God's decision. That is yours. Are you willing to invest in the kingdom that resides in you? Now, I tell you what. I wish I'd have had that line of thinking. You know, uh, a couple of weeks ago when I was working with this person who was a drug addict. And I I did bring up the idea that, look, why, you know, your body's a temple. You believe that, right? And he looked at me and he said, yeah, but, you know, this temple isn't worth anything to God anymore. I wish I would had this in front of me to say, no, wait a minute. God has made the ultimate investment in you. What are you going to do with that investment? Think about that, folks, the way you live your life. It's not, you don't need the church to tell you that you're a sinner. You don't need the church to sit here and give you a whole bunch of rules of do's and don'ts. You can figure it out on your own. If God is invested in you, and what is it that God requires of us? That we be just. That we be merciful. And that we be humble. You don't need me to tell you. You don't need to be preached at each and every week about how bad you are. In fact, what we need to be reminded of is that God is already invested in you. It's right there in the scripture. This young man had it right. So now the question becomes how are you living your life? I can't answer that, but you can. Are you living your life as if you are God's investment in this world? And the next time you want to try to figure out what heaven is, there's the answer. I am God's investment in the world. And that is the kingdom of God.